I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just $95, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Welcome to the second episode of Tender Loving Care, question mark, with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network. The name of the network that I believed for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out it actually stood for the Learning Channel, and I saw the types of shows that were on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two, we- two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the Wheel of Shame, which has all 112 shows that we will be studying. Hello, Kate. Hello, Polly. <laughs> How are you, my love? I'm doing just Oh, I great. sounded like um, Yolanda Foster then. Remember when she would always say to... Da- oh, God, that David Foster. Hello, my, oh, my love. You're so lemons, my love. <laughs> yeah, your love ended up cheating on you with like a 23-year-old. But anyway, my love. <laughs> Yolanda, nibble on an almond, Foster. Those videos on YouTube that, you know, people have spliced together all of her stuff that she would say to Gigi. That's dark. Mm. It's so dark. Anyway, that's for another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? Okay. Okay. I was a little bit disappointed with last week. We had two great shows lined up. Not that every single show on the list for TLC isn't great, but um, we had two that I was looking forward to. And what happened, Katie? Well, one of the shows that we spun from the wheel of shame is my little life and we soon found out you cannot find that Gone. show anywhere it has it's been wiped. <laughs> it has been i would even go as far to say scrubbed from the tlc network 
And I would like to say that perhaps there was some great controversy or someone did something really dark. I couldn't find anything, but I, I would like to go with that idea that something really terrible happened or one of the people in it did something really terrible and that's why it was scrubbed can't find any i even went on youtube nothing on youtube done my little life done you can't even pay you can't even pay mm-hmm. money to see it mm-hmm. it's nowhere mm-hmm. it's you can't purchase it i know i looked everywhere something going yeah. on there so we had to spin the wheel of shame again off, off air <laughs> it was very it was a lot of pressure this week it was like a lot of pressure <laughs> <laughs> and we got another great show <laughs> no we did well, well we'll get into a show we got a we show, got a show. another show so this week uh the shows that we're talking about the first one is called save my mm-hmm. skin that was our replacement for my and, little life uh-huh and uh and then we'll be discussing Seeking Sister yes. Wife. So one of these shows, probably more popular than the other. Yeah, I mean, you know, we obviously break down two, we'll break down both of the shows. I mean, I don't know about you, Kate, but my mm-hmm. notes for, and I take a lot of notes, um, for Seeking Sister Wife, thorough. I mean, there are pages, there is a lot of information that I've written out. And for Save My Skin, minimal paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> and it's English as well. Well, look, I wouldn't, let's let's get into it. Do you want to do? Um, let's get into. You can it. read the uh, synopsis and uh, see what we're. So we're going to start off uh, our our first show. Save my skin. So save my skin. This is how TLC describes it. Dermatologist Dr. Emma Craythorne diagnoses and treats patients from around the United Kingdom who have extreme skin conditions. It's mm. basically, yeah. It's basically Dr. Pimple Popper, mm. but mm-hmm. in the UK. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really. I really didn't bother to look which came first. But um, I. It reminded me of. Once again, I didn't bother to look up this title either. As you can see, there was not a lot of effort that went into researching this one. <laughs> but there was a show in England that whenever I go back, I always see if I can catch it, and it is. It's something like my gross <laughs> fabricating here. It's like, my gross yeah, body. It's something like my gross body or something anyway. And they have things that I've shown to my American friends said that would never be on the television here. Like a lot of intimate areas and a lot of really horrendous vomit inducing stuff. Um, so I, I, this is very similar to that. And, this doctor is uh, Northern Irish, and she's in one of the best places in London that you would go to. Okay, I was going to ask you. So it's the Harley yeah. Street yeah. Clinic. Harley Street in London is like the top place for any surgeries, plastic surgeries, regular best doctors. It's like a Beverly Hills. It's like the best place you would go to. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it must be like going to get a boob exactly. job in, in Beverly exactly. Hills. Like, okay. Okay, yeah. I mean, I I was I typed that out like, ooh, I gotta mm-hmm. ask Pauline like, what is this area? And then they showed mm-hmm. it, and I was like, oh, that looks very yeah, nice. It does. I mean, uh, the one nice thing about this was it's English, so that was nice. You know, I love. It was nice hearing the accents and seeing my fellow country women and men with disgusting 
disgusting growths on, you know, I started this at the wrong time. I was very eager to get onto the shows after the crushing disappointment of, you know, um, my little life not being found anywhere. And I started it and I was having lunch and I'm not a squeamish person. Like I love, I love like watching operations, even though I've never watched an operation, but like on TV, like, you know, I, I, I'm not squeamish at all. But oh god, oh god, I felt so nauseous with the nodules and the lumps and the words they used to describe it. So it, it, it was a lot for me. It was a lot for me. You've got to have a stomach of steel to be a dermatologist. Mm, I know that's one of the things I yes. learned. Oh. Mm, yeah, there you go. And I. I really like this stuff. I I hadn't seen this show, but I had a feeling I would enjoy watching it because I like watching Dr. Pimple Mm -hmm. Popper videos Mm -hmm. and stuff. I get into it and it doesn't really Mm -hmm. gross me out. And I was kind of fantasizing that maybe in another life I would have gone to med school. (laughs) But you know what you did then You created a podcast about TLC I went to theater school (laughs) fucked off to LA for six years and now I have two podcasts about living the dream you know choices choices were made (laughs) choices were made I was googling like how long does it take it was like 12 years I was like well that shit sailed but uh at least it's a great job if you can get it the effort to Google, what would it be? Imagine your Google search. How can I become a dermatologist? Quickly. (laughs) Yeah, not going to wait till I'm in my 40s to start work. But you make a lot. I Googled the average salary here in Austin. 300 to 400K, 300 to 400K. I was like, I made a mistake. Um, But yeah, you got to, you see then i mean essentially it was i mean to give a breakdown of the show it's pretty self-explanatory but it's it's um how many seasons i think there were two there were two seasons on tlc um i kind of only watched one of them but and then i think i think the third season is on oh, right now okay airing. got it and and it's it's yeah. essentially this um doctor seeing her patients and it's just it's a lot of lumps and bumps and really extreme stuff um and i'm like you i so I, I my um hero lord and savior ricky gervais um he once said that he was uh, he was talking about how he loves like um pimple popping and stuff like that and he thinks it's because he never had as we call them in england spots but zits as a teenager and i'm the same i was lucky i never had zits or spots or anything and i'm obsessed with that so ricky was like you know i never i was never someone that had to worry about my skin and pop any zits i had so i think that's why i'm obsessed with stuff like that now and i am too like like you i love the pimple popper stuff but watching this you know what unnerved me deeply is that you basically see you know it's the same it's the same thing every single episode she comes in she gets the note she meets a patient and it's some of them are really extreme like some had just you know inflictions are just warts or growth like all over their body it's terrible and of course the mental anguish that goes through that and their insecurities i mean it's really you feel horrendous for these people um and then they put them on tv anyway um but what happens is is they take she goes into like the um her office or whatever and did you notice there's not a she goes in 
gloveless every time to do the first examination <laughs> i noticed oh that every time about it. She, oh she was gloveless running her I, hand please. on this guy's back knee i'm actually i actually feel quite nauseous i need oh i need smelling salts i really was <laughs> bad news it was bad news watching it i mean i don't like touching anyone really in general and so watching her touch these i mean it's terrible because these people she's going to them for help and she's so kind and she's never shocked never and she's and she makes little jokes oh and she you know she i, I liked I, her yeah, i thought she, she was really she nice. was great but um it, that really i mean i would like to add she did use gloves when she was actually removing all of this stuff but um she yeah she goes in first gloveless and that was hard to watch it was really hard to watch. Oof, there's yeah. a lot of, just a lot of, you know, there's a weird thing um, that I uh, didn't say to you, Kay. I didn't text you over the um, over the week when we were watching this stuff. Um, because as I've said before, Kate and I like don't discuss e- any of the shows we're going to cover before we start recording. But I had followed on Instagram a, this is probably a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know how I found her, but she was an English girl that had was was chronicling her journey coming off steroid cream and lo and behold she's on the show yeah louise Louise. and it was so weird i followed her for ages and essentially her yeah it was weird and then she was on the show i was like that's so random like i randomly found her but um her story was she had always had eczema um since she was a child and the doctor prescribed steroid cream so she would use that and then when it would flare up she'd get some more and she said it was like an addiction really and so she decided to stop using it and her entire body it was basically a withdrawal and her skin i mean i don't know how anyone could not just have the greatest amount of empathy and and heartache for this girl she she, she just the before photos before she went cold turkey which she said was not advised but she did it anyway um you know she had great skin very clear and she said i was outgoing tons of friends boyfriends out all the time and kate her skin what i, I mean it was she said there was a term she used that i wrote down she said it was it's like a bone it's itching to the bone that's what it feels like <gasps> bone itch yeah I've I've known someone who had um, eczema almost as bad as this, oh, and it is man. awful. Yeah. It is like so painful. You bleed. Oh, your skin. You're just shedding skin. It's everywhere, and it really does start to have a mental effect on Absolutely. you. You know, you you get depressed dealing with something like this. I mean, she looked like a completely and... different person. I mean, her it was it was centered all I think it was all over or the majority of her body, but her face it was bloody. I mean, she says I can't work. I had to move in with my mum and dad. She was 28. And um correct me if I'm wrong, when she went to the doctor, the doctor didn't agree with her that it was withdrawal. Is that right? Right. So what happens is you become, you do become dependent on the steroids for your skin to be clear. And what you end up having to do is find the balance between a treatment that's not giving you bad side effects 
and also like you don't want to completely you don't want to take too many you don't you want them to be mm-hmm. too strong but at the same time if you do nothing which that's what happened she it had been months since yeah. she'd done anything but she she thought it was still a reaction but the doctor was like no this is your this is your eczema this is oh. your skin and so the doctor was saying dr emma she was like i suggest that you start taking some immunosuppressants moisturizing and take antibiotics for the infected bits you know and she was like i want to wait this out i've done my own research i think that maybe it'll just Mm -hmm. get better she comes back three months later and it is worse And so then that's when she's like, I want to move on with my life. I will do what you say now. And what was the conclusion? Did it work? It worked. She, so, uh, she takes immunosuppressants and she, um, take, she uses like the recommended moisturizer. That's a huge thing too, is like, you have to find gentle enough Mm -hmm. products that don't then irritate Mm -hmm. your skin further. You, they have to be specific products that you can Mm -hmm. use so she moisturizes and um and the you know all the infections heal and everything and it is like night and day which is why i like these shows because it's really satisfying yeah. to see them come in with this ailment or this you know whatever and and then at the end of the episode it's like oh they got better thank god like it's just nice to see them I get see better because um i when i followed her she was on a massive campaign to raise awareness of um, the abuse of steroid creams and how the withdrawal can make, you know, really destroy your skin. So, um, yeah, true, so yeah, needless to say, um, I don't watch the end of the episode because I'm I'm hearing it from you, but um, she, I didn't realize that she discovered it actually wasn't that. It wasn't purely just the withdrawal. Because and, and, she, I, I remember mm-hmm. in her Instagram, she was like, I'm just going to leave it all. I, you know, all the advice people are giving me and stuff I'm supposed to eat and stuff I'm supposed to put on my skin. She's like, I'm just leaving it like nothing, 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 which makes sense. I would think that too. I'd just be like a purist. I'd be like, I'm not putting anything on my skin and let it heal itself. But, um, oh, that makes me happy. I liked her a lot. Yeah, and she she had such a sweet boyfriend yeah. too. And oh, he sees me for me. The the part that made, there was this part that made me a little bit sad. Her mom, it's before she yeah. got better, and she's looking in the mirror, and her mom's kind of standing behind her, and her mom's like, "Well, you'll be pretty again oh, someday." Oh, for God's sake! Welcome I was to like, England. That's not welcome when... to England. And she's just kind of like, thanks, mom. Yeah, I hope and so. And I'm sure it thanks, was followed mom. up with, "Do you want a cup of tea, love?" I mean, that solves everything. <laughs> it's not. It's not just a stereotype. We really just have tea, to, tea or vodka to just solve any ailment. Uh, well, you'll be pretty again someday. Thanks, mom. You're ugly now, oh, but I mean, you look terrible and your life's a mess. But hopefully, one day, you know, you'll be okay again. You'll be a functioning human being right now it's pretty much the end but you know one day (laughs) thanks mom but she does she gets better and she's not in pain anymore she can you know smile it hurt her to smile before because her skin you know your skin when you're shedding that much skin it you're it becomes paper thin (sighs) 
God. your skin and, and it, and it just cracks and bleeds mm. and oh, so yeah. So if you can stomach stuff yeah. like that, it's, I thought it was interesting to like watch her journey. Yeah. And, and there was a lot, I mean, some of them, it's not just like bleeding skin. Like, cause there's a lot of lumps, there's a lot of bumps. There's a lot of people that mm-hmm. live with stuff for ages and just hidden it. Like they live their lives just hiding, um, certain areas of their body, which is really sad. Um, lipomas, um, keloids, 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 yeah, and I just always, like, there was a girl that I saw had some on her ear, and my friend's cat has one, (laughs) and I always just want to say, I always tell her, like, do you want me to just operate, because I do consider myself pretty much a surgeon, I mean, I haven't, I haven't done any training, um, any medical school, nothing like that, but I do believe I could just chop it off, and he has it, the little, the cat, he has it on his forehead, and I just want to, I just want to chop it off. But um, she doesn't let me for some reason. Weird. But um, so when I saw the the keloid, I was like, um, it was a girl that had them on, like behind her ear. I was like, oh, I just want to, yeah. I saw I was that like, one. I just want to, yeah. So let me get a scalpel. I'm sure I can get a scalpel, and I'll go and buy like a doctor's scrubs, so I at least look professional. And I'll just say, do you want me to? I think that's why it appeals to me because the stuff that the dermatologist does looks like something that you like a lot of people could do. I don't mean to like <laughs> how many years will say again? I don't mean to like I think it was twelve years demean 12. I don't mean to demean the the You know what, Kate the profession. But like you're squeezing fat oh, out of a hole. So you know satisfying. what I mean? It's not like I, you know what I it's I not agree, and I think we should perhaps switch the direction of this podcast to just become faux dermatologists, get a little YouTube channel, find people with stuff growing yeah. on them, just chop it off. Oh, be we'll charge you half. I did look up her prices. Oh, I just get curious yeah. about stuff. So uh, consultation costs 500 mm-hmm. pounds. Follow-up appointments, 200 mm-hmm. pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw Dr. Pimple Popper, it's 500 to $600 per session. Oh, so, um, yeah, a little, little bit different. A little bit more of I a I mean, deal. we obviously have socialized mm-hmm. medicine in England, but Harley Street is all private. It's all private, private um, doctors. Um, okay. What else was I going to say about that show? I felt like there was something else. <gasps> what? Oh, I have something Go. to say. I don't know if you saw this one. Did you see the one where he's like, yeah, I'm yeah, a drag queen. Yeah, that's I did. I started, yeah. Daniel? Daniel? So I was like, I know Daniel. I know Daniel. He was on the first season of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Oh, he was? Oh, that's cool. Oh, yes. that's cool. He seemed lovely. I liked him a lot. Yes. Oh. He is He is so great. Um, yeah, his his drag name is Vinegar Strokes. Oh, God. Yeah, not... Yeah, not the best name, but very charming. Placed eighth, so I think he lasted like three episodes into the first season of Drag Race oh, UK. Oh, I'm so happy! But I was like for so him. excited. I like him. Um, yeah, let's see. I felt like there was something else. I mean, you know, this one really was. Um, I mean, look, we're always we're striving to learn with this podcast we're striving to say to our listeners this is a show that we have learned a lot from listen it's not going to happen a lot but i think we should move on to our ratings for this show because essentially there's not a lot really else to say about it it's uh, there's a couple really. of this, like what three seasons you think one's airing now it's just her saying hello 
what kind of stuff do you have going on your body let me just um cut it off squeeze it off or whatever anyone can do this at home no she doesn't say that me and kate think she does but she doesn't um and um and that's kind of it really so it's a laundry show it's a dear laundry show definitely definitely and just don't be having any food anytime soon while you're watching it either because there are a couple of things no gloves um okay so what's your rating kate do you want to review the rating system as well that we have yes so if this is your first time listening we rate on a scale of zero to 600 in tribute to one of the most popular tlc shows 600 pound life and so that being said Mm -hmm. my rating for save mm-hmm. my skin is 600 pounds oh, of learning my. wow Whew. i topped it out i took oh, so many I... notes i felt like i was in class that's why i'm like i could do this because literally i'm like i know what they're all named i have notes like i was Dr. in a class Kate. she teaches you she teaches you all about it as she goes and she says it in layman's mm-hmm. terms which is nice mm-hmm. so like she's describing what a lipoma is it's a completely harmless collection of squidgy basically fat a doctor I basically like, great a now i know doctor um i just got a little chill i just got a little chill down my spine because 600 i don't think that's gonna happen a lot i mean i really don't think it's gonna happen a lot well we made the scale mm. so if something if, if i feel like i mm. learned more than 600 you know you can there's always more pounds to gain <laughs> as, as of learning as, as we know with thousand pounds sisters um but Mm -hmm. okay that's outstanding i my rating for it was what did i give it i gave it very very high as well 583 pounds of learning because you're right i mean it really was uh basically three years of med school in that show and it was you know it it was entertaining it was informative it was informative tlc the learning channel gave us a show where we can actually learn from it so you know tlc did its job with this one this was a learning show yeah good job good job tlc good job all right well now cheerio cheerio to them (laughs) let's have a look because our second one let me put my notes here because they are plenty (laughs) all right so um our second show that we ended up uh picking was seeking sister wife now there are i don't know how many we'll find out as we go through this podcast but there are i think quite quite a few um shows about sister wives which i love i mean i need to preface with this i was extremely excited because um i was hoping there was going to be a lot of in-depth um discussions about offshoots of religions i was hoping there was maybe a little cult activity um odd people dangerous behavior um so let's dive into it so i will read the synopsis that tlc gave us for seeking sister wife it is um okay these unique families are in various phases of seeking dating or transitioning a new sister wife into their lives okay wow so kate and i will admit there are okay there's three seasons the first one is not on tlc so we couldn't watch you couldn't we couldn't find it right 
No, and I was like, eh, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I don't... I mean, I think there's... There, no, we do know that there is some carryover from the characters um, from the yes. first to the second because they reference what happened to them before. Um, so we didn't watch season one. Um, I didn't watch season three. So we concentrated mostly on season two. Um, there was a lot. Once again, mm-hmm. these shows, these t- goddamn TLC wants everything to be 42 minutes and there's three seasons so it's just like you know it's very very tricky um to watch all of them but kate and i do a good overview good overview and i i did do some research i have a couple updates on some of the families that i can give towards the end um and i and i watched one or two episodes from the third season so we'll focus on the second season and kind of like the main Mm -hmm. people and uh go from there and i want to you know for anyone that's familiar with the um, Sister Wives and maybe have heard that title being thrown around, this is not um, the Sister Wife show with Cody and his true religion, Gene. So don't get excited for that one because I think whenever that comes along, that's going to be a bumper episode. It's going to be full on. That's that's different. This is just another one about Sister Wives. Um, and we have on season two... We have one, two, three, four, four couples, right? That's what I have here. Snowden's, yeah. McGee's, Aldridge's. Yeah. and Winders. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'll, let's, let's have a look. So first of all, we have the Snowdens. They were on the previous season just because they reference it, but we don't know. Um, so there's Demetrius, the husband, married to Ashley, with three of the most gorgeous children I think have ever been on TV. Weren't they just dreamy, those children? So, <gasps> so cute. So gorgeous. Yeah. And she was, like, ridiculously good-looking as well. Like, she was so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of go in with um, Dimitri, and it starts off by referencing that they had they had a potential sister wife the previous season called um jocelyn i think it was and what did naughty dimitri do he (laughs) slept with her on the date now and keep in mind ashley was pregnant Uh, yeah we're gonna get in (laughs) at the time dimitri um (laughs) it was it was just you know they just they rushed too fast and you watch the footage of it and it's like dimitri I'm going to classify you as a DD, dirty dog, because you really, we knew what you were doing, dude. It wasn't like a little mistake. Yeah, your wife's at home pregnant. You're, oh, some of them use courting and then they use dating this other woman as a potential sister wife. And he just bangs her. And that's, and then goes, oh shit, shouldn't have done that, should I? So, um, well, and and then it, and then it became a test for the the new woman coming yes. in because they sat her down, uh, and uh, and Ashley's like, oh, so how did the date go? What happened? And she's like, oh, we had some good food. Mm, yeah, quite. <laughs> no, nope, yeah, she we did. Yeah, she didn't pass <laughs> the test. She didn't own up no. to it. So she was out, and that was the last season. So this season starts off with them emphatically um insisting and going over we have the rules there's no sex he made a mistake before um he's not gonna do that again and we know exactly what dd wants to do but he's saying oh yeah shouldn't have happened shouldn't have happened so they have a new girlfriend vanessa um Mm -hmm. 
and I mean, you know, Ash and Dimitri, they have these three children. They're very um, spiritual, and um, they believe they're pescatarian, I think they said, a vegetarian, and they have this girlfriend come in, and Ashley seems like okay with her. Um, they're both definitely on the same page as wanting a sister wife, but this this Vanessa is a meat eater, and um, and they don't know about... They're basically testing her and dating her at this point and getting to know her. And Dimitri's eyes, oh, he, you know exactly, he was like, he was, he was one, there was a split second where he thought, could I get away with it again? But he knew it wasn't going to be an option. Yeah. And so she's, this is, she's meeting them for the second time and she's getting to meet the mm. children. I don't know about you, but on this, an overarching theme that I saw or a thought I had about all the families is that it seems like the new wives mm-hmm. coming in get to meet the kids too oh, early a lot God, of the times. Yeah, I mean, when, well, we're going to get on to the McGee's kids in a little bit. I have a lot yeah. to say about them. But you're right. It is. It's like constantly like, have the kids meet her. But like the it was too much. It made me really uncomfortable. Like how are these kids processing who this is they may come and then they may go again but uh, yeah i'm like send them to the grandparents mm, or something or i don't know i I think you're right it seemed too soon soon. seemed too soon um so she comes in so we kind of see them just seeing how they get along and you know obviously as tlc does they love keep repeat repeating stuff about intimacy and um there was a quote I have here that Dimitri said that, so she's, so Vanessa's there visiting and she said something about sex or Ashley did. And he said, quote, oh, like how, she was questioning kind of how it works because they all, all of these um, couples emphasize it's not the three of them sleeping together. It's the husband that gets to sleep with both of the women, but the women don't have anything to do with each other. They have separate beds, separate bedrooms. Um, so Vanessa was inquiring about this and Dimitri says, quote, um, about sex we'll be able to get it in when we can get it in oh you're lovely dimitri oh. you're so That's nice charming um so they kind of focus on that for ages and they live in was it, it was seattle they live in seattle and then vanessa lived somewhere else and she was coming to visit and it's out of it seemed out of nowhere oh i should rewind a little bit it was vanessa's birthday uh, sorry it was ashley's birthday who's the wife and she was talking and saying you know dimitri's done these amazing things my birthday before and she said he took me to thailand and all these exotic places and it was so romantic it was wonderful and this year for her birthday um he decided to send her to la and now look i i I live in LA. I love LA. One of the best cities in the world. But it's very different to, you know, going to um, Thailand. Anyway, so she's going there to see her mother. And he says, as a surprise for her, and I was thinking, oh, he's going to whisk her off, like, think she's going to LA, but she's actually going to go to Australia or something. No, what he does is he goes, I'm going to go and surprise her with, um, what's her name? With Vanessa. So the new girlfriend who they haven't even agreed is going to be a girlfriend or is going to be a sister wife, he's flying this woman to LA so for that woman's birthday. 
it was really stupid and he was so excited about it thanks dimitri seriously Uh. And, and and what he does is he decides to bring her in to um the meal that ashley's having with her mother who doesn't agree with their lifestyle at all so she sat there having a birthday dinner with her mother and then her dd uh husband comes in with uh vanessa saying oh here we are his his you know potential new wife and then she starts crying at the dinner because she's like so in love with the both of them and the kids it, it was a lot it was a lot those those three Oof. Well, they... Do you want to know the update with them? Like the Yeah, most do recent? they get married or not? What happens? I want to know what happens. Um, well, it doesn't work out with Vanessa. Um, Hang on. They moved... They Oh, we didn't add. They all moved to LA. They invited her to be a sister wife. They pack up yeah. all their shit and move to LA. Okay. Wait, actually, yeah, this is crazy. So they they end up getting married to Vanessa. That's what I thought because I saw something. And like that. then, yeah, and they all move and everything. And then Vanessa leaves to go on a birthday trip. And while she's away, she sends them a text <laughs> message that she wants to end the relationship with them. No. She comes back with her mom and her sister to pack up her shit, and then that's the last time they saw her. Lies. So this is an update you get in season three. Yeah. So And they're like, last we knew she was in Australia. And they are so embarrassed because they had this huge wedding in Temecula, uh, <laughs> where we yes. once vacationed. Um and they have this it's at a winery in temecula they show all the footage it's a beautiful huge wedding all their they got all their families together you know and had this wedding to vanessa and then she goes on she goes away and texts them i'm i'm so confused because she she did she moved from wherever she lived to um this house in la with with both of them because you know what's better for a relationship than moving to one of the hardest cities in the world to live in move to la God. and um she was looking after the kids and she she seemed very into it and then she had a twin sister that came over from australia which is probably the that's where she went to go and visit them mm-hmm. and then they actually had a once again i'm going to bring back what i said in the previous in our in our first episode I'm fascinated with these people's money. What does he do? Because they bought a house in LA. And I'm like, you, what? <sighs> and he doesn't yeah. appear to work. It's... Like, there's no mention of working. He's not out the house. He's in the house. And and they had a big wedding, you say. And he just bought a house in a whim yeah, in LA. And... and then they had a big monster army yeah. truck or something. And he's like, I love collecting army truck. What does he do? unclear it's a mystery and the sad part too is in season three they're like oh yeah so we took a year and a half off to heal (gasps) but you know during that time we got a girlfriend straight back so they bring this other woman they bring this other woman in season three over from south africa (sighs) and she has two kids and um they're like yeah it was the hardest on the kids when vanessa left so dark and you know they're always asking when are we getting another mommy when are we getting another mommy and i'm like oh god proves your point proves your point stop getting these kids lives involved so it gets worse actually if you can believe it people have petitioned for the snowdens to not come on season four if there is a season four 
because this woman that I'm speaking about from season three, Crystal, I think she goes by Chrissy, has like accused them of some sort of sexual misconduct. And yes, yes. Um, Let's see what it says here. You do your research. Fans of following public allegations of abuse by Chrissy against Dimitri and Ashley Snowden, fans of the show started an online petition asking TLC to remove the Snowdens from the series. Other women have also made allegations against the couple, according to Daily Soap Dish, putting their future in doubt. TLC has responded to viewer feedback in the past by removing Bubble Ball from 90. Yeah, okay. So... Well, what did I say? You know, I kind of felt bad calling him a DD, Dirty Dog. He is. He can have the title of he DD. He is. That is really, du- you know. Oh, and then it's, oh, oh, In Touch Weekly reports Ashley and Dimitri have also broken <gasps> up, leaving their family in shambles. No. Yeah. So I hadn't heard of this. I hadn't ever seen this show, but I had heard, once I saw the Snowdens, I was like, oh, I've seen rumblings about them online. And it's because of all this holy shit yeah Yeah, no i I didn't know any of this it kind of makes you want to watch season three now um (laughs) well done tlc um that is so messed up all these kids and they've broken up as well you know i think the running thing in this this whole um show is you know it's hard enough to maintain a relationship and all of these people have a lot of other stuff they're dealing with whether it's young kids or teenage kids or finding jobs or moving and the amount of energy and time they put into seeking a sister wife blows my mind and i love how these snowdens are like we had to take a year and a half off i'd love to take a year and a half off of my life and fuck around wherever they were going but i can't do that but they once again i need all the people on these shows to tell me where they work and what their salary is because all of these people it is unclear how they maintain their lives it really is i want the tax returns returns. absolutely (laughs) i need to know it's so so that's dark that got really dark snow yeah yeah the Snowdens. I am single and have no kids, and it's about all I can do Wake to up. just work, eat, shower, <laughs> and exercise so, once a so, month. It is a lot of work. It is a lot of work. I mean, I just thought about the stress and like the keeping in touch with them, and as we go on to these other ones, like it's just, I mean, imagine mm-hmm. that Ashley had three children under five. And one of her biggest priorities is, let me find a sister. Actually, as I'm saying it, I'm thinking, well, that would help with the kids, though. There's a lot of that under underneath it all as well, isn't there? There's a lot of like, yeah. I think that's a big sell for a lot of the yes. the, the first that's wives. True. I don't know if it's the husband that's bringing that up or if in their research they're finding. But like a lot of them are like, well, you know, it did sound appealing to have help with that's, the kids. That is a running, like repeated <laughs> phrase. It's very true, actually. It's very true. And, like, you know, before we move on to the other couples, I want to add something that I I don't understand with this. So, first of all, um, I think that uh, children being raised, and for some reason we mentioned this in the first episode, I can't remember what we were talking about, but children being raised with responsible, caring, loving um, adults, however many that is, or however few, is just wonderful. So, I don't... I don't see mm-hmm. any how anyone can really argue there's anything wrong with that if it's all consenting adults and it's all 
and they all mm-hmm. have a great relationship. It's there's enough kids that have nobody, so I think oh, it's beautiful. I think it's wonderful. Um, right. But what I don't understand that was repeated a lot by um, Colton, who we'll get on to. Um, he <laughs> um, he kept saying, you know, we've got to be careful because we can be arrested. Da 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 da. I don't understand how polygamists can be arrested because there is only one legal marriage. It's not bigamy. Bigamy is when you are legally married to two people, and that's an arrestable offense. So how would, if I was married to a dude um, legally, and then he had like a garden celebration being married to you, that's not, there's nothing illegal. It was not two legal weddings and two legal marriages. I wasn't yeah. sure about that either. I'm like, do you have to like go out in the town oh, square dang. and be like, I have two wives. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then the cops like come out of the corner and are like, that's not allowed. And then they put you like, in the stocks I... and throw rotten food at you. Yeah. yeah. I don't, it, it really doesn't make any sense because it's not bigamy. Bigamy is two legal marriages. This is just someone that's legally married that has someone that they're calling their wife. But there's no... Well, are they just saying, like, no one will perform a second wedding for us because it's illegal for them to do that? Well, remember, with... I don't get it. uh, That would make sense. But when we get on to Colton, he was saying, you know, what's the worst that can happen? And they were like, oh, we could get arrested. But there's nothing to arrest mm-hmm. them for. And he kept saying, it just, yeah, I don't yeah. get it at all. I need someone to explain that to me. There's no two legal weddings. When it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't seem like something you would ever see anyone get in trouble for. Like, because you can just be out and like kiss multiple right. people and be with multiple people. And like, no one's going to be like, wait, are you exactly. with two exactly. of them? It would be very different if they had gone to a courthouse twice and not have a divorce that's bigamy so uh, that was a whole area i didn't understand when they kept saying we could get arrested though we've got to be careful we're in southern utah we could get arrested you wouldn't be arrested well yeah and someone moves there's there's a family that moves out uh, of utah to Cody. south dakota hang on hang on is that talking, oh and you no, mean in this one? Oh. on this show someone moves to that's, out of utah to the dakotas oh jeff sharice and vanessa that's the one that went to Niagara Falls with a bartender. Yeah, we'll get onto that. Um, they they move. <laughs> they moved to. Oh, I didn't get. I didn't catch that. They were in Utah to Hot Springs, South. Da- they moved to Hot Springs, South Dakota because the laws in Utah prevent. So uh, I think maybe then because that Colton guy was talking about Utah, maybe it's just because Utah. But there's still nothing illegal. It's like this is my wife and this is my wife, but she's not a wife. She's a girlfriend. Anyway, we could go on about that. I just, it, I just didn't understand that at all. Um, yeah, because if he, yeah, okay, um, I'm not gonna let that go. All right, so that was Dimitri and Ashley, and that was that ended up badly, evidently. So let's move on let's swiftly. Move on from them. Um, we have. I did find the answer oh, to the question. I just please, googled it go quickly. Ahead. Okay. Polygamy, the crime. Damn, <laughs> That's how it's set damn. up on this website. I'm sorry. Okay. The law in every state prohibits a man or a woman from being married to more than one living person yeah. at a time. The crime of having more than one current spouse is called either bigamy, having two spouses, 
It's a subset of the crime of polygamy, having more than one spouse, and the law makes no practical distinction between the two. Even in states that are separate that separately criminalize both polygamy and bigamy, either crime is committed when a married person first enters into an unlawful marriage with a second person. However, additional marriages beyond the second would support prosecution for additional criminal counts and possibly a longer sentence. But it's not a marriage. Um, in the eyes of the law. The second one isn't a marriage in the eyes of the law. Because they don't have a wedding certificate. They don't have a marriage certificate. And they don't have a... Well, maybe... do Because you couldn't mm. get a marriage certificate because it's illegal. So, okay. So... If okay, most states base their laws, their polygamy laws, on the model penal code, blah blah blah, which provides that a person is guilty of the third degree felony of polygamy if he or she marries or cohabits with more than one spouse at a time in purported exercise of the right of plural marriage. The crime is punishable either by a fine, imprisonment, or both. And it's de- the crime is deemed to continue until all cohabitation with and claim of marriage to more than one spouse terminate. You know what? I mean, as I said earlier, I do consider myself a surgeon. I also consider myself a lawyer. And I, I mean, I haven't been to law school, but I will fight this for you. If you're listening to this and you have been arrested for polygamy, I will defend you. I mean, I may go to jail because I'm not actually a practicing lawyer, but I, I don't get that. None that hasn't Kate, you haven't cleared up anything for me. That did not help me. Merely merely okay, cohabitation is not typically a requisite element of the offense. Merely entering into a second marriage with knowledge that one is currently married to another living person will support an indictment for polygamy. An indictment for polygamy will not be found unlawful even if the defendant offers proof that the first marriage was void. Okay. So people are just getting married when they're already married with paperwork for both but they're not getting paperwork because weddings that, they're not doing that's yeah. bigamy. you would be going to a legal you'd be getting a marriage license you can't get a marriage license if you're still married i mean there's ways that you can but then they yeah, look they it look up, it up. <laughs> yeah. ways that you can, but then you will be arrested for bigamy not um being a polygamist because there's no legal, there's only one legal marriage. So it doesn't matter if you walk around with 50 other women, they're not your wives in the eyes of the law. So when they're saying we're moving to South Dakota because yeah. it's illegal in Utah, What's that about? it's kind of interesting, hmm. like state by state, it's like hmm. like weed being legal in California, even though it's federally not legal, you know, but it's the like... Law of, okay, you know what, we could, we could have a whole podcast about this, so let's... Yeah, sorry. I would like to just go on the record to say you cleared up nothing, so, um, <laughs> but thank okay. you, thanks well, for trying, and I am a lawyer in some states. <laughs> okay, so... I guess yeah. we'll have to get back to you guys yeah, on please, that. I want you to go do your research <laughs> on that, get back to me. Um, McGee's from Missouri. Oh. How do you say Missouri? How do Missourians, Missourians say Missouri? Is it Missouri? <laughs> you have to say- That's how the real ah. Southern people say it, but it's just, it's Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. All right. We've got the McGee's. We open up. I've, on my, my notes here, I've got opening, opening scene is an RV and a man, a man's crotch and he's stretching in the bed. And his name's Bernie. 
Um, there are four kids, two live out of the house, they're older, Paige is the wife, and then there's two kids that live with them. So at first, oh, and then we hear homeschooling, um, mm-hmm. and we see John. Now, John's the 14-year-old, and then there's like an 11-year-old. Um mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they live, they may be people that just live in RVs. Like it wasn't like a trailer. It was like an RV, I guess, that people take camping or something. Um, And I was like, oh, maybe they just chose to live like that. Um, But then you find out their house burnt down, which is super sad. Mm -hmm. And they just, and TLC just kept showing this kitchen, like in, not in flames, but just the aftermath. It was awful. So they, so you find out that essentially that something caught fire when they were cooking and the whole house went down. So it was really sad. So it's, they're living in this RV. Um, two kids, Bernie and Paige, and um, a cute couple of dogs, um, which I like to see that they do walk a lot, so that made me happy. Um, but once again, I go back to my point. They've had this devastating thing happen. They said they pretty much lost everything. What's their main priority? You know what? We should get a sister wife. I just... Before getting a house. And in fact, they list that as a reason why they're still in the RV because they just don't know how it's all going to shake out. And they want to know how many bedrooms does this house need? Like, you know, and so that was interesting. I just don't know if I, if my priorities are all wrong. Maybe I would be living a happier life if I just decided it needs to revolve around finding as many possible people Many, as many people as possible to marry or live with. I don't know. It, it, it was just like your whole life was just destroyed. And you're like, let's get TLC in here and their camera crews and let's go and find another wife. <sighs> Didn't understand that at all. It's like when people are like, oh, you know what would make my whole life better? If I just got a boat <laughs> and like, I'll just become a boating, I'll become a boating person, boat. I'll go fishing. Oh, yeah. And then they realize. But instead of that, they're like, I should get a wife, another wife. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It'll fix everything. God, and let's, spoiler alert, well, as much as I watched, it didn't fix everything. So pages, they didn't, they had, had they tried to meet someone before? I didn't know if they had or was this their first time? Yeah. So, okay. So they've been married for 16 years. They describe their religion oh, as yeah. basically they believe the Bible cover to cover. That's whatever what you want to call cover that. to cover. So apparently one night she sat up in bed <laughs> and turned to Bernie and said, I think you're supposed to take a second oh, wife. That's so sweet. Okay. Was this while the house was burning down right. or was this off? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. That's how no, they how noticed, they... I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the revelation. Went... <laughs> I think you should get a second wife. I think you should get a second smell? wife. And also, do you... <laughs> what's the smell? <laughs> Polygamy oh, saved our lives. The next show coming to TLC. Um, <laughs> so they've been... <laughs> They've been looking for five years for a sister wife. Five years. Um, the oldest two sons, I think, think it's kind of weird. And then the youngest ones are more open to it, you know, because they're kids and they're like, whatever. Um, so I think they've tried. They haven't gotten close to being mm-hmm. successful. I think maybe they've tried to talk to a few people, but nothing serious. Um, it seems like Paige is not 
that she into it. She is not right? down to clown. She does not want it. What's weird is she, I mean, she has the revelation while her house was burning down that they should um, take a second wife. But there's a couple of things that come into play that you slowly hear about. So they, they homeschool the two kids and they believe the, you know, the Bible cover to cover. They talk about the religion. And as I said at the beginning of this um, episode, I wanted to really get into the religions they follow. But that's where, and I'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but that's where it really annoyed me that we didn't get into it all. Because they mentioned, this is really interesting to me, they took the kids out to like tell them they were looking for a, um, for a sister wife. And they said, oh, you know, today is our Sabbath. Um, and they had said that when they um, had gone to their congregation in the synagogue and told them they were poly, and I, you know, I may be ignorant to it, but I just always associated a synagogue with um, Judaism. But they are Christian, and their Sabbath was on, I think I wrote down a Friday. So I didn't know what was, I really wanted to know more about what was going on. And then it, I wanted to know a lot more when they said, we told our uh, congregation that we were um, polygamists and they were fine at first, but then they had a trial and kicked us out. So I oh. I latched onto that. I was like, okay, TLC, that's what you should be focusing on. What do you mean a trial? I imagined we were in Salem. Like, I don't know what happened. I imagined wooden benches you know, um, a couple of people dressed in black, just handing down a sentence and banishing them from the town. But that's, that's, that was all what I was imagining with Bernie and Paige. But Bernie shut up after that and never said anything. But that sounds fascinating hmm. to me. So a synagogue, but they're Christian and they had a trial and they were kicked out. And then he said Hebrew at one point. He said, maybe. Uh. I don't know. How do you pronounce this word? Messianic. Oh, messianic. Yeah. Messianic. He said that at one point too. I really want to know more about it because yeah. that honestly, not only is it really interesting and I'm obsessed with learning um, about different religions and, and people's religious beliefs, which most people are, but um, that sounded unusual and I wanted to really dive into it, but they, I don't think they did, did oh. they? I didn't hear anything about it. I just read, I just read the last thing I typed. I forgot <laughs> that I found this out. Are you gonna? This is sad. Are you gonna say something really horrendous now? Well, it's about the saddest it could get. Bernie passed away. Kate, I forgot I wrote that down. Bernie, I into in yeah. Bernie, when he was in 2019, he was riding his bike in the heat, and he had a heat stroke and a heart attack and passed away. I know. Oh, that's. Oh, I know. That's rough. I'm sorry to bring it down, yeah, guys. Seriously, I'm sorry. I know. I could have just not said that, but oh, I did. It is. It is the update. It is the update. Oh, yeah. this was older than I thought. I thought this was filmed like a year ago. Okay, well, I'm going to have to scratch a lot of my notes now. Um, but I'm glad I came across uh, that. Just yeah, so we know. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Eek. Eek. <laughs> Um, uh, so, on. so rest in oh, peace, yeah, Bernie. Sad, yeah. I wonder if, well, do you know then to skip to the end of McGee's, do you know, did they take a wife? 
I don't think they ever no, found No, they Clay. didn't, did they? They kept, because they kept... No. Oh, well, what happened is, is, you know, we'll go over this uh, briefly, but that was kind of what was going on for McGee's. They were searching for them. And then they found this woman called Brandy. And um, she was shockingly 41, which I didn't... When she got out the... I'm gonna move. I'm just gonna go over that one. Um, skim over that one. But uh, yeah, so she was only 41. Um, but when she brought her, s- you thought she seemed older. I didn't okay. get that far. Uh, yeah, I th- in the nicest way. I... What do you want to say? <laughs> it's very hard for me to be nice. Um, just in general. But she came out, and I was like, okay, you know, she's just. She looked to me just like a general. 55 year old mother and they said 41 oh. and I went what oh, okay. 41 so I was stuck on that for about an hour and a half but anyway I got over it enough to make notes that um, okay okay and they're in their 40s no. too if they're you in say? their 40s oh. then I give up there's no, no. 50s. 50s they gotta be I can't they I couldn't be. tell yeah um so Brandy, yeah, yeah so older. they're talking to Brandy, they kind of like her, and then they decide to bring her, and she comes to meet this couple, never met before, with her 17-year-old daughter, and oh, I'm just like, I, I mean, it. I couldn't understand that at all. Imagine taking your 17-year-old daughter to a strange man's house, and being like, oh... I'm gonna go on a, a date. RV. Well, they were recreational, <laughs> recreational vehicle. vehicle. This is where we're gonna go. Uh, Seventeen, my seventeen-year-old daughter. Let's go and spend the week here. It was very, very confusing. But John, fourteen, I think he was having an okay time with that. I think he thought there <laughs> may be something to all of this. So that added another layer. But um, Paige then ended up getting like insanely jealous of brandy and it didn't work out that's kind of the last episode i watched it was just Paige going well you know you shouted at me and and you shouldn't raise your voice and i was like yeah okay this isn't gonna work and she mentioned at the beginning too that she thinks watching her sons get close to another woman in a motherly way could be difficult and i was like Uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) that would be difficult so someone's thinking of the kids Um, that's nice someone actually you know someone on this show all right, do you want to bring us to the next uh, the next couple? Yes, uh, yes. R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. But yeah, that's really sad. Leaves behind his wife and four kids. That's yeah. sad. Yeah. Okay, so the Aldridges are Jeff, Vanessa, mm-hmm. and Sharice. Okay, but before Vanessa, before Sharice, he was first married to Cynthia, who is not on the show. Oh, I didn't know this. Yes, and they had not five, not six, not seven, but eight kids together. Okay. Cynthia, not on the show. And Cynthia dead? Okay, thank God. I couldn't... couldn't. I'll try to lead with that next time, sorry. Please. (laughs) Cynthia is alive and well, everyone. Live and well, hopefully. As far as I know. So... They were, there's Melina too. Mm-hmm. So they, they, the, the three of them, Jeff, Vanessa, Sharice were dating this woman, Melina. And 
then she stood them up and then she finally did come to visit them and it wasn't a good fit. Um, so the Aldridges have been through a lot. Vanessa had a molar pregnancy. Oh, molar, yeah. molar. How I do you say that? that was and that. which basically is like your body tricks you into thinking you're pregnant, but you're actually not. Very sad. Um, and this is the family that was living in Utah, mm. but then they moved. They recently moved to Hot Springs, South Dakota to this ranch. And they are living in this sort of like temporary house mm. that's on the property is while it, they build this big lodge we say house question mark <laughs> mm. yeah it's uh you know it's a structure it's a stru- it has it has one two it has four it has, it has rooms. rooms four balls yeah we can say that we can say mm-hmm. that sort of like i think what you might call it um which i learned this maybe last year my sister was telling me about this it's called a shouse and it's basically like a shop and a house what if you can think of that it's like that is there a little shop in there um people in i don't know if it's just the midwest but like in iowa i know where i'm from people will have these like they'll have like a shop where they work on stuff like a workshop right okay but sometimes it's also their house, and that's called a shop. I was imagining like a little convenience shop store. No, you mean like a work? No, where you're like doing like a workshop, hmm. tools, lots of tools. Maybe your tractor. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we died. Dig- we digress. Let's get. A- <laughs> oh God, I'm so sorry. Okay, so, anyways, Shouse. they're they're living in this temporary Shouse. sort of house while they build this this shop. <laughs> While they build this big lodge, they have this dream to have this lodge finished Uh-oh. where each of the wives will have their own wing. Um, right now, it's sort of bare bones um, I'm at the moment. I, I, I'm uh, sorry. I'm going to interrupt you. Where are the eight kids or nine kids that he had with his previous wife? Are they there? Oh, so just I feel like I should recap the kids too. Okay, so he had eight kids with Cynthia. <sighs> I don't think that we see them on this season anyway. Um, and so then he married Vanessa in 2008 and they had three kids and then he married Sharice the following year in 2009 and they had five kids. So this man has fathered, this man has fathered 16 children. Okay. And when I was doing my research on this family, actually, I think the Aldridges are sort of like a fan favorite. People like Jeff. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, he wasn't immediately god-awful, but Mm -hmm. I was also kind of like, eh. Yeah, yeah. Something, uh, something, something, something rat. Something something rat in South Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) I love listening to your accent work is improving by the minute. It's so good. (laughs) So... These three are cu- currently courting Jennifer, who is 30 years old. <laughs> Sorry, Jennifer. And what they describe as a firecracker. Uh, firecracker. In my notes, I said, what does that mean? <laughs> really, what does it does mean? Does she, like, is she not docile? <laughs> is she, does she like to party? Mm. I mean, they were, oh, she's uh, a firecracker. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Um... So, 
I don't have too much oh. else about them except that I I know how it ends with Jennifer. Okay, you got to tell Dune. me that because I'll give the leader the thing with she's not dead. Oh, thank God, I cannot. But but nearly, she's not actually <laughs> she's dead. Not actually, but emotionally, she did fake. She did fake her own death to get out of marrying okay, this them. Is a lo- like, no. Okay, I. You gotta Google, Pauline. <laughs> okay, Jennifer. First of all, rewind a little bit. <laughs> Jeff is like, okay. I mean, he looks about seventy-eight. So according to this show, he's probably forty-one, and he is, um, <laughs> and he is talking about, oh, Jennifer, Jennifer, this, and he starts showing photos, and they're all bikini photos. There, she's like, she's yeah. a bartender, lives in Niagara Falls, and I'm thinking really jeff i mean sharice and vanessa are very covered up they're very conservative but i i get where you're mm-hmm. going jeff are you gonna be a dd too you're gonna be a dirty dog we'll see <laughs> so um they go to niagara falls to meet with her right and he oh he has this horrible like sk- ice skating or whatever date with her and then you see he's doing like his 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 testimonials or whatever to the camera and the the camera like pans to Jennifer, who is <laughs> huddled in a corner, smoking a cigarette <laughs> with her fake Louis Vuitton bag. And I'm thinking, what? Who is this woman? And um, it just suddenly goes, oh, hang on, we've got a sitch. And Jeff's like, what is a sitch? A situation? And she said that she got this phone call, big emerge family emergency, and she had to go. So I'm like, mm, Jennifer's a liar. There's something going on here with Jennifer. I mean, and she had said, you know, before that, um, oh, she had been brought up in a polygamist family, um, that she didn't really mind, like, people's looks or something. There was just something off about her. And so she just bolts, and then the next couple, (laughs) the next, with her cigarette and her fake Louis Vuitton bag, and then the next couple of episodes is her... um, just or the family just talking about you know i don't know i've got my suspicions about her and i don't know why she ran off but you know what let's try and find her again or meet with her again because they carry on seeking (laughs) then unfortunately jeff gets a text while he's about to go to the airport it was from jen it was from jennifer's phone but apparently was her brother saying that she had had emergency um appendicitis um a, a, an operation because her appendicitis had burst just a couple of minutes before you know he was going to go and pick her up from the airport so obviously we were all devastated as viewers we couldn't believe jennifer had had this ailment just pop up just before and how it's convenient bizarro town and then i'm thinking i'm feeling as though i'm watching an episode of catfish but they have already met her so is she just trying to get money out of them? So please, Kate, continue. I mean, that's where I left off with them, that they just kept going, I don't know what's going on with her. What What the hell happened? So, uh, that, I mean, that's basically it. I mean, yeah, they... She, is she so, supposed to have died from the appendicitis? Yeah, so a woman... Okay. <sighs> No. <laughs> this is from screenrant.com you have the great sources by the way soapdish.net or whatever it's called oh yeah only the best <laughs> Next, it's gonna on net- tender loving care question mark. 
next it's going to be the daily mail i mean when we get to the daily mail we know we've made it go on yes okay so jennifer first met these three in niagara falls right but even though it was a fine intro it was the last time that she would meet with them they went on to call text and email her they are trying to continue this relationship they never got any response Mm -hmm. from the mysterious canadian they grew concerned after they didn't hear from her and then eventually a woman that claimed to be jennifer's sister reached out to the aldridge family to inform them that jennifer's appendix had burst and that jennifer had passed away excuse me so then as if her shocking story couldn't get stranger the aldridge family took to their facebook page in april 2019 to expose more about jennifer and her story they explained that jennifer reached out to them through social media was determined to get in touch with them okay and they were told that she was a model that she wanted to return (laughs) she wanted to return to her polygamous religious roots and like she was claiming to have all this in common with them she said that her husband had died a year earlier who is jennifer yeah there's a lot of like mystery around jennifer god someone must have done a deep dive on her though and got to the bottom of it i mean what was she scamming them for she went on national television i mean if you if you're going to be a catfish and trying to get money or trying to get some don't go on tv bizarre i mean really like did she really think that would work so they they find this out and they're calling all the hospitals in the area for more info no one can confirm that she's even at any of the hospitals or anything and they're like we're being lied to (laughs) no shit sherlock ultimately oh my god did did it come out let me guess let me guess before because the reaction guess 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 the reaction of kate right now is genius i'm thinking that it came out that they had actually that she'd borrowed money off them it's gotta be money go on oh oh no i've got it she was one of his eight or nine kids that you hadn't seen in a couple of years (laughs) that's what it was that's what it was yeah go on confirm it confirm it great guess great guess Ultimately, Jeff and his family learned that Jennifer lied frequently. She wasn't from a polygamous family, and she wasn't a model. <laughs> Jeff learned that Jennifer had worked as a stripper. Yes. Thank you, Jennifer. Wow, a brief but memorable she was great. appearance I on mean, reality TV. A spin-off with her would be wild. But that wouldn't even be on TLC. It'd have to be like on the Wii channel or something. It'd be really dark. <laughs> oxygen. Oh, oxygen. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. Well, that was the Aldridge's. So no wonder that that kind of makes sense that they're um, a fan favorite, you know, because it's like uh, poor old Aldridge's. They can't get it right. They became victims yeah. of Jennifer's twisted ways. Lies. Yeah. Female. <laughs> oh wow all right so we have one couple left it is they are the winders from utah and i think we saved the best for last in the fact that colton who is the husband sounds first of all he has no facial expressions they've never existed he's never had one and he sounds like kermit I shit you not. Watch this show and look for Colton. He's just like this all the time. 
it's... I'm not, I'm not, a, lawyer, I'm not a lawyer, <laughs> but apparently it's illegal to have a plural marriage. <laughs> Let's go into... I don't know what that was. Sorry, don't know what accent I was getting to. Our family should look the way God wants it to look. It has a little bit of this, too. <laughs> it, Colton was... Colton oh. was... And it's hard for me to say the name in any derogatory manner because um, one of my best friends is Colton and um, couldn't be further from this gentleman that we're discussing. But this Colton Winders from Utah is as though you had shaped a human out of clay and brought him to life but forgot to give him any facial expressions or the ability to blink that's who colton is throughout this in every episode it's as though he doesn't exist it's just silence like his 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 words mean nothing he has it's really confounding he's like a scarecrow come to life yeah it's confounding to watch him he is married to sophie his, his first wife and they have a daughter um and then tammy um i think the daughter is the first wife and this second wife whichever one it is has only been with them for like a year and he's already talking about another wife by the way um they have two houses which isn't uncommon we see with sister wives but they're in two different towns so he's half hour drive he's living the life colton for someone that really cannot show any emotions he should be showing them because he is living it. He's going one town one night, other town the other night with his two ladies. Have, have fun changing Sadie's diapers, Tammy. <laughs> I'm going to Sophie's to fuck. <laughs> Peace out. Oh. He is something. <laughs> and the houses, the houses unnerved me. The only word to describe it, just beige. Very mm. beige. There's just nothing. Nothing. Um... And he, I mean, he really does have the most boring voice you have ever encountered in your entire existence. And the first couple of episodes, they have this child, and for the child's birthday, um, they were going to do it in the park, right? So it's all this build-up about how they're going to do the big reveal, aka the three of them going out together and holding hands and showing up. And then TLC must have been like, yes, we got it for the season. There's just a shot of nobody in the park no guests and just ducks and tlc just films the ducks <laughs> these three people just <laughs> stood there with this kid for her birthday and the only participants were a couple of ducks it was so <sighs> they had like they had all these plates out for cake and food there was no one gonna oh. eat that cake there was no one there it was so sad and then of course they have to have a whole episode that just reviews that going yeah it was oh sorry uh, it was a bit weird there was no one there it's horrible <laughs> and every i don't know about you but every single scene that i watched i felt like i was getting sunburnt it was the sun whenever they filmed this it was in utah and it was just like desert and beige and hot and I and they all have like the same skin color, skin tone as me, which is like super super pale. And so all I could think about is, I really hope they're wearing sunscreen because they. I felt like I was getting sunburned just watching them walk to the farmers market. <laughs> it was really bad. I was like, please just put on a hat or sunglasses or something. 
Well, I hope they get a sunburn because then they'll have something to talk about for five minutes. Tammy, they were. He was like, something I really like about Tammy is that we can just sit there and we don't even really have to. We say two words over the course of hours. I was like, kill me. And these, I just feel bad for some of these people too who are like in these small towns, like because they met Tammy. Tammy and Colton met at community college, and like immediately got married. They were, I think, eighteen and then got married at nineteen had a kid they've been together they don't talk much he's like no facial wanting more and more wives (laughs) no talk no fun in this Mm -hmm. house and then they meet the second wife sophie and i don't know if we mentioned this but so like sophie is called like the closet wife like she's like living in the shadows because they haven't they haven't gone public with their with their plural relationship or whatever. And so they met Sophie for the first time too with her grandma as the chaperone. Oh, yes, they did. And they and he married Sophie 3 months later. So it's all just like very quick. And I'm like, none of these women are orgasming. I can tell you oh, that. Oh, not like, one to be sad, found. Sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Oh God! I know. Can you imagine? I Terrible. It was so beige. Once again, just beige. Everything beige. 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 Um, yeah, they were. They 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 did have a little outing to the farmers market. So after the birthday party with the ducks, they decided let's try again. Let's go to the farmers market. So they were like, "Oh, are you nervous? Yeah, I'm nervous. Are you nervous? Yeah, I'm nervous. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm nervous." That was about three scenes. Then you see them walking <laughs> to this farmers market. Which I was deeply depressed watching it. It was in this just town square that I, I don't. Once again, there was like no one there. I don't. I don't know where they filmed this or where they got anyone. But it looks like they TLC bust in a couple of extras and said, "Just stand around and act like you're selling honey." And that that was it. It was really dark. Anyway, so they walk in and he's all like, I mean, I guess he was nervous or excited. You can't tell because he doesn't have any facial expressions. But he's walking in, holding hands with the both of them. And they talk to, oh God, I, I can't believe we're even talking about He stops to talk to a man that sold um, clay turtles or something. And then they go, oh, is that a desert turtle or tortoise? A desert, I don't know, something. And then blah, blah, blah. This is what you hear when Colton talks. So then he um, said that. And the guy was like, um, yeah, this is what I'm selling. And then Colton just goes, oh, like really emphasized it. You know, the producer was like, just say it, just say it. Me and my <laughs> wives really enjoy the turtles or something like that and the guy <laughs> just had no reaction just didn't even care he was just like all right oh you could see are you buying a turtle or not the turtle i'm trying to I'm trying to just get my money here and go home so three turtles exactly. <laughs> doesn't care exactly. oh. and so then you just see i think colton may have broken a little bit of a smile when he said that the wives just looked like they were about to go home and drink a bottle of tequila and then he says um he says that and the guy's like oh cool no reaction and then i think he emphasized it again he said some yeah he did i think he had to explain the whole thing he was like oh, he did he's like well we just came to the farmer's market it's the first time the three of us can be out and the guy's like oh right yeah you know i have a second wife too and he was like oh okay and that was the end of the scene 
And then there was like two more episodes of him going, wow, I can't believe we did that. I know, I can't believe it either. Should we look for another wife? Yeah, let's look for another wife. Oh, and then it's just them going online dating. And they saw a woman that smoked cigarettes. So that was like the devil. So they couldn't have her. Um, and then there was a Catholic. They couldn't have either. And that was, that was about it. I don't know. Did you, <laughs> did you see any other follow up with them? Yeah. No, no. God, Colton was was hard. Colton was hard to watch. And the one, the there was one of the two women that she had the dark hair. I think she was one that actually had the baby. You could see her days were numbered. You could see she was trying to find <laughs> an exit strategy. I, you know, there was things he'd say, and she would walk away, and I just thought, yeah she's 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 not in for it. oh and the uh, the other wife the most recent one came from um a polygamist family and her mother was saying oh i'm so proud of you i'm so proud she was like crying i'm so proud of you um for being for carrying on the tradition i, I do remember that but that was about it with them i don't know if they're in i think they're in season three actually yeah so they're they're known as like the drama free like scandal free ones they're they're the beige ones drama free and we don't want scandal free that's the only reason the shows exist drama scandal if you're not going to give that to me get off tl get off the learning channel (laughs) get off my screen (laughs) you wankers (laughs) (laughs) oh colton's wife sophie is currently pregnant that's that's an update so that kind of sums up mm. all of the... the Who you know, cares? What, yeah. Colton? No one cares. Um, so that <laughs> kind of sums up... I mean, rating-wise for me... Look, what did I learn? Nothing. But I, the entertainment value was, was decent for a TLC show. I, I appreciated that. It's kind of the opposite of Save My Skin. Um, I wanted, they had an opportunity for me to learn a lot though, if they'd gone into the religions and that's what I was really annoyed Mm -hmm. about. They didn't go into the religions of them. Um, that would have been great, but they didn't do that. So for that reason, I'm giving it 225 pounds of learning. Okay. All right. What about you? (sighs) Yeah, for me, it was like, it was entertaining. I don't feel as though I learned like I didn't I wasn't seeing anything I didn't hadn't seen or didn't know you know because there's so many shows like this um and they did I agree it would have been cool to focus on the religions more a little bit and a lot of it was focused on like who's jealous which I guess is an interesting Mm -hmm. part but um I learned the, the bit about the kids like maybe wait with the kids because these relationships are tough obviously it's hard to find someone who's going to come back to your rv and like be play be the closet wife or whatever like it's hard to find these people but um at the same time yeah it's like i just don't confuse the children so I rated okay. I, so I I rated it pretty low, one thirty one. Wow, you lower than me. Pounds. Okay, I was a bit more generous, just because yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I think that's decent. That's decent. Um, before we go on, we're going to wrap up now. But obviously, we need to find out what the next two shows are. So we have to spin our wheel of shame now. Spin that <laughs> wheel. But I will say, I'm just going to put it out there because I'm a little bit of a white witch. I had a feeling. 
in my bones today, and I've already said this to Kate, that the Wheel of Shame is going to summon something to do with Queen Darcy. I don't know if it's going to be 90 days, before the 90 days. Darcy and Stacey, the show, I don't know. I felt it. So, Okay, you're calling it. Kate, you ready? I'm ready. Spin that wheel. It's going, it's going, it's going. Let's see. Because there's so many options for Darcy and Stacey. Okay, hang on. It's coming up to our first one, which is... thousand pound sisters oh yes oh i love this show i don't know how if we should pick another one because thousand pound sisters is essentially guys kate's uh, kate's dream show i mean she's followed it from the beginning i have a lot to catch up on do you think there should be one episode or should we pull another one from the wheel of shame Hmm. it's really i'll leave it in your hands to decide because do you th- I mean, what if we get another, what if we get a Darcy? We can't do like two epics, like Darcy and a thousand pound. It's up to you, Kate, because I, I said before, when we get onto thousand pound sisters, it's going to be all you, like it is all you. Oh my gosh. And we, we talk about, we text about this show a lot. Um, I don't know. Should we spin and oh, then decide? It depends on what that's it is. What if it's a major one? What if uh, we have a DOS? Then we, uh, um, I'm stumped. It's I'm a stumped. lot. I don't uh, know. So there's 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 three seasons. Okay, first oh, season has eight we're episodes. Doing, no, we're just doing Thousand Pound Sisters then, because I want to watch all of them. Okay, I want to be really educated, like you are on thousand pounds sisters let's so okay let's let's just leave okay. it then yeah all yeah, right yeah, yeah. perfect so for next week we yep. are simply doing one show because we're going to do that when we hit the icons so this is thousand pounds sisters that's all we're going to watch we're going to do all three seasons next week um and you guys need to catch up i'll catch up you catch up um and that's about it for this week don't forget to please Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Tender Loving Care Pod. And if you want to email us any words of encouragement, tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. Anything else you want to add before we go, Kate? That's about <laughs> it. Next week is gonna <laughs> be a good one. <laughs> Watch Thousand Pound Sisters, bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right. Thank you for (laughs) listening and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. WarbyParker.com slash covered.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gays wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>